Good morning. It is Wednesday, December 8th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. My friends, a couple of announcements, actually three announcements. First one, there's a new episode of Irresistible Grace that should be posting today. These girls had originally planned on coming out with an episode every month, and life happened, and it's hard to get three schedules together, and they're just putting out episodes basically whenever we get a chance to record now. They have a new episode out about hospitality, and as the beneficiary of all three of their hospitality, I think they've got some good things to say about it. All right, that's the first announcement. Second announcement, December 18th from, I think, 6 to 8 p.m. I can't remember the exact times. We'll post it on our Facebook and Instagram. We're having the first ever Commuter Ministries Christmas party. It's an invitation to all listeners, no matter who you are or where you're from, to come and celebrate with us the Christmas and God's goodness to this ministry. We'll be celebrating in Cleveland. There are some listeners here in Cleveland, and there are some listeners close to Cleveland, and I know there's many listeners far, far away from Cleveland. We wish you guys could all come, but anyone who can make it out, it would be just a great time. This isn't anything. It's not a fundraiser. It's, not, it's nothing. It's just a hangout to enjoy some food, enjoy one another's company. All the hosts of all the podcasts will be there that night. You can meet them, and we can interact and talk and just relax. Enjoy Christmas. All right, and the last announcement. You guys already know it's coming. Today, we are starting the book of Malachi. This is the last book in the Old Testament, and it's our lead-up book to the Advent. If you think about it in your Bible, it's the last book before Matthew, and Matthew starts right away with Jesus. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Malachi chapter 1, verse 1. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we close one book of the Bible and begin a new book of the Bible, Lord, we ask, as we always do, for your help. We would be so foolish to come to your word without asking you for help. This is your word. You're the teacher, and you've given us a divine helper to help us when we look at your word. So God, won't you, by your spirit, as we look throughout the book of Malachi over the next several weeks, be with us and help us. Amen. Like I like to do at the beginning of these uh, new books is what hopefully we do when we do devotions anyway. Whenever we open up a book of the Bible, it's always a good idea to figure out where are you? What's going on? What is this letter or is this narrative? Who's it talking to? Who's it written by? What time period are we in? We don't just drop into the Bible and start just reading. I mean, it's not that that wouldn't be good for you, but this is a good way to do it. So what we're going to do today is use this first verse to be kind of our foundational episode to just look at what's going on in the book of Malachi. So in this first verse, we find out that the book is written by Malachi. Or is it? There's actually some discussion about this because the word Malachi is the same word in, I guess, Hebrew for messenger. And so this beginning of verse could easily be read, the oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by my messenger. And so while there's debate, it would definitely put itself in its own category as one of the books of the Bible where he doesn't name himself as the author. Several of these minor prophet books all say the oracle of so-and-so, the prophecy of so-and-so. And I am in the camp that the guy who wrote this book is indeed called Malachi. And like Zechariah and several of the other writers, their name almost always has some sort of double meaning that the Lord is using. 
This is a book to Israel. It's written around the same time period of the book of Nehemiah and Ezra. Uh, This is going to take place after Zechariah, though the books do fit together. What Malachi does is it's a very interesting book. It's set up in six disputations. And what a disputation is, is basically a back and forth. In our book, it's not that God's on trial, but he sort of is. He, in these six conversations, is going to work himself out of a corner that God's people have put him in. So over four chapters, there's six disputations, or I guess we could call them conversations, however we want to frame it. And it's in the way, the context, and, and it's in this way that Malachi is structured. So I haven't figured out yet if we're going to spend one day on each disputation. That might be a good way to do it, but we would move through the book really, really fast if we did that. Some of the disputations are longer. For example, tomorrow's, it's only like four verses. Some of the other ones are much, much longer, almost the whole chapter. So we're going to have to play around with it a little bit. I don't have it planned out how we're going to look at it. But in the book of Malachi, basically what's going on is Nehemiah and Ezra have called God's people back to a reform. The old ways before the exile have largely gone away. You'll notice in this book, there's no mention of false gods. If you read pretty much all the rest of the Old Testament, that's all you see is there's some sort of false god that God, that God's people are worshiping besides him. The exile happens, God's people come back, Ezra and Nehemiah re-bring out the law, and God's people basically give up these false gods and commit themselves to God again, but not without some sin. Nehemiah and Ezra's reforms don't seem to stick very long, and that's where Malachi comes in. He begins to call God's people back. It's through this book that Malachi, probably the last voice from God in the Old Testament, before the long period of silence before Jesus comes, will speak to God's people about the way God actually feels about his people. It's not just God who's going to be on trial here. God's people are also on trial as Malachi tries to turn them back to their loving Heavenly Father. My friends, over the next few days, weeks, as we prepare for Christmas, remember the story of the Old Testament. It might be good to go watch some YouTube videos of just the timeline of the Old Testament because all of that needs to be our backdrop for this last book of Malachi. It really is the conclusion to the Old Testament and the bridge that brings us into the new. It's just after this, about 300 to 400 years, that Jesus comes. The Messiah is finally born. I hope you're excited to look at this book during this Advent season with me. All right, my friends, it's Wednesday, which means we're going to pray from a psalm. Lately, I've had Psalm 130 on my mind, so let's pray through that one together. God, we're thankful for today. We come to you in thankfulness, full hearts of gratefulness to you, our heavenly loving Father. God, as we read this book of Malachi, we're going to see a lot of things, and hopefully we see ourselves in this book, that your word will speak to us these thousands of years later. Lord, we're going to cry out to you as we read the book of Malachi. And Lord, won't you hear us? Won't you do a work in our hearts this Advent season to help us see Jesus more clearly? to help us love him more fully and help us bow to him in worship. Lord, we love Jesus and we love what you've done for us. If you could mark all of our iniquities, who could stand? But with you, O God, 
there is forgiveness. And we fear you, Lord, for who you are and what you've done for us. We tremble when we think about all you did, about how you struck your son, how you resurrected your son, and how even now you listen to him as he's interceding for us. Lord, we tremble when we think about such things. So God, help us to be patient, help us to wait on you, help us to bow our lives in submission to a sovereign and holy God. This is one of the hardest things that we have to do, Father, and we need your help to do it. Lord, let your name and your Son and your glory be magnified in our lives. Help us to glorify you in our desire to submit to you and obey you and enjoy our God. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.